Hello, everyone, and welcome to Van Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Castanis. This is episode 146, season six. Today's date is July 9th, 2022, and thank you for joining me today. And on today's program, I will talk about McDade and Company, the catalog house. Oh, what a wonderful story that was. And I'll talk about my memories of that place. Also, I will do a tribute to two actors that passed away this week. Uh, the first one was actor James Kahn and, and comedian Larry Storch. And I will talk about my memories of watching them on television and in the movies. And right now, the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Schlitz Malt Liquor Beer. <laughs> oh, boy. What a... That's a real uh, chestnut from the 70s. So uh, here's a commercial from 1978. Enjoy, everyone. Thank you. 99 bottles of beer in the Mike, how about a beer? Beer? I want something special. Bull. Oh, bull? Yes, sir, the Schlitz Malt Liquor Bull. Hey, Spike, look at that bottle. It's a special premium brew that's in a class by itself. Wow, what taste! <laughs> yeah. 99 bottles of bull and all. If you want to change your taste with the big old taste, don't say beer, say bull. Bull! The Schlitz Malt Liquor Bull! Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Schlitz Malika Beer. Uh... That was a very popular brand in the 1970s, and uh, it's, according to some sources, is still being made uh, at some parts of the country. I think Los Angeles and uh, the Schlitz brand is still, excuse me, the Schlitz brand is still around, but it's not as uh, uh, prominent in the like in the Chicago area or the Midwest. And uh, it was a good beer at the time, and uh, I don't know. If they have the original uh, formula, the original flavor, because it was a wonderful beer back then. Then in the seventies, they changed it, and it, it 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 was proven disastrous. It was like, oh, awful. I've had it once, well, a long time ago. It was good. I hope it comes back. You know, but uh, I, you know, widespread that is. So, what's uh, what's famous about Schlitz Malt Liquor Beer was the commercial I played is the Bull. At the end of the commercial, he always crashes through some uh, room or, uh, you know, establishment and ruins everything. You know, do you know the expression, a chill, uh, a bull in a China, uh, like a bull in a China shop? <laughs> That's how it is. And uh, I have a good friend of mine. You know, he's a, he's a very generous guy. I, you know, I love him to death and he's a good friend. Look at, you know, a good friend, but he is the clumsiest person in the world. And every time I see him where he does something like that, but, you know, you're like a bull in a chai shop, but he's so endearing. So, you know, but he can't help himself. He's very entertaining. 
Yeah, so, uh, but I never had Schlitz malt liquor beer. No, I never had that. It's like Colt 45. You know, and that's another one as well. I think it's still around. Okay. Now, at the beginning of the program, I will talk about McDade and Company, the Cadillac House, and going to do two tributes of two famous actor actors, excuse me, uh, James Kahn and Larry Starch. I will talk about them. Uh, for Before I begin, I want to mention something. I attended Fan Expo comic book convention yesterday in Rosemont, Illinois, and uh, I had a wonderful time. I really did. I bought a few things. I met some people, and uh, it was great. I saw some celebrities afar like that, but uh, it's a good exercise to walk around. I enjoyed myself very day. Uh, I mean, all day, that is. Excuse me. So, gotta wait till next year. We'll see. <laughs> okay. First off, I'll talk about McDade and company. Now, uh, I'll give you a little history of that and the uh, the hit of uh, my memories of that place. And uh, it was a uh, catalog house. And they, uh, they first start, the company opened their first store in 1958 in an old post office building on West 51st Street in Chicago, probably near the Dan Ryan, I believe. And then they expanded and uh, let's see. And then um, they opened those stores. Um, I have a list, but I don't think on the top of my head. Uh, the, one, the one I know most uh, most memories was located in Burbank, Illinois. That was uh, at 79th Street and Cicero. And uh, that opened like eh, probably the mid 70s, I would imagine. And uh, let's see, I get the uh, locations for you real quickly. And uh, let me think on top of my head. I think there was one in, oh, here we are. Okay, there was one in Burbank. There was one in Westmont, Lincolnwood, Palatine, Chicago Heights, Carroll Stream, and Niles. I think there was one in Aurora, probably. I can't think of anything else. And uh, it was a special story. It was like a catalog. You know, you would receive it in the mail. And, uh, or you would pick one up at the store. And, uh. Let me see. I'm trying to remember because I don't remember much about it when I entered the store. Like you would, uh, maybe you would call in an order or you would uh, go there and uh, you would see an item and then you go somewhere and they, you pick it up for them. You pick it up there, you know. It's like service merchandise, you know, with the conveyor belts. You know, that's another famous store. I'll talk about that another day. And... Uh, my memory of McDade's, uh, two memories, that is. Uh, the first one was uh, their commercials. And they showed a an actor. His name was Jed Allen. He was a spokesman. And he was on those commercials like every half hour during the Christmas season. You know, you would see him. I knew who he was. My mom recognized him because uh, he was on Days of Our Lives. He acted th- there. And uh, he played... Uh, his name, uh, the actor, he, his character's name was Don Craig. He was married to uh, Marlena Evans on Dave's Allies, played by Deidre Hall. He was one of her husbands, but he disappeared. They just ran him out. And uh, 
And then he starred from uh, another soap opera, Santa Barbara. Uh, remember that one? And also he was on Beverly Hills 90210 playing Steve Sanders' dad. And uh, so I remember the commercials. He died uh, He died on uh, March 9th, 2019. He was 84 years old. And also he hosted game shows. And uh, so I remember him. So when they showed the commercials all the time on McDade, he would show um, some appliances or uh, remember, yeah, like a, or like a uh, radio, television, uh, not furniture, um, not close, just appliances, basically. And uh, so that etched in my mind forever. And it's probably some other people too. Another memory of... Um, the uh, McDade uh, catalog house. Uh, my parents bought me a gold watch, not real gold. Well, not it was gold, but not like expensive gold. And uh, we drove down to McDade. It was 1980, and I always wanted a, a beautiful watch. And you know, just to not to wear it to school every day. I wouldn't do that. I would just go wear it to like special occasions. You know, like a wedding or baptism or party, you know, and then, um, so they bought the watch. It was an Elgin watch, real gold, beautiful. Believe it or not, I still have it, but not the original wristband uh, that broke and, uh, I had to replace. It doesn't work. Uh, maybe someday I'll have replaced the battery. I don't know. We'll see about that, but it, it, it's gorgeous. It really is. And, uh, that was my, that wasn't my first watch that my parents bought. My first one was Timex. And there was a Gately's People story in Roseland, you know, and there was a carousel of watches with Timex. It's beautiful. And uh, my mother bought that when I was in grade school. But this is a real nice gold watch, and I still have that. And uh, so that's a, that's a special memory for me for McDates. Also, um, then the company had trouble, you know, financially, and then they uh, closed for good in 1987. You know, they filed for bankruptcy, which is a shame. So it was a showroom. So mostly it was jewelry. They had beautiful um, items on display, you would see. So that's why we bought we bought the watch there, you know. But mostly, and then they started selling electronics in the 80s, so like Atari, <laughs> you know. And then uh, VCRs came later. Like that. And uh, so that was the end of that. But people still remember this star from this day. You know, and uh, I do too. I miss it as well. Okay. Next up, I will talk about uh, my the two actors that passed away this week. The first one was James Kahn. And uh, when his death was announced, oh, it hit like a ton of bricks for me and everybody else because he was a wonderful actor. And... Uh, he had some memorable roles and memorable movies. So uh, I would talk about uh, a few that he started. He started so many. I'm not going to talk about all of them, but, you know, most of his famous ones. And uh, talk about my memories of watching him. So uh, he was born James Edmund Kahn, March 20th, 1940, in New York. And uh, let's see. He was a roadie. He, w- he worked in rodeo. You know, he was a rodeo cowboy, which I never do that. That was interesting. <laughs> so 
And then, you know, he went to college and then he got into acting. His father was a butcher and, uh, you know, he did, I think he was, his father was disappointed because he didn't finish school and he said, well, I didn't want to work with you, you know, being a, you know, in the meat business. So he said, no. And, uh, so he started some acting. He did a lot of television in, in early days, a lot of television. And uh, like, for example, he was in Naked City, Route 66 Combat, the FBI, did a lot of that. And one um, memorable role he did that I remembered, he was on the TV series Get Smart with Don Adams, and he played a two-part uh, episode. It was called the Rupert, he was, his character's name was Rupert of Rathskeller. I remember that. He was funny in that show. But he was uncredited. I don't know why, but he did that. He was good friends with him. And he did that. And I remember him in that in that uh episode, two episodes actually, and get smart. And then uh but he did movies in the sixties too, uh, but not um uh, uh not like the he wasn't the main star, I mean like that. So um See, so yeah, he is his one movie he did was called El Dorado, it came out in 1966, and the other one was uh, The Rain People and Countdown. But his most famous role, of course, was Sonny Corleone in The Godfather. I've seen The Godfather maybe about mm, two or three times, it's a good movie. I'm not a big gangster fan, you know, I like the old ones with Jimmy Cagney and Edward G. Robinson and uh, George Raff in the old, in the old black and white gangster movies like channel wgn channel i used to show them on sunday when movies were movies i like that so he played uh sonny corleone in the godfather and uh he earned an academy award nomination as best supporting actor he was wonderful i loved him in that role he was uh he was spectacular he's most famous for that you know and uh, the sequel, Godfather Part Two, he was in there, but he was a, a, but it was a cameo. So, but you know, I don't want to spoil the movie. He died in the first one, so they he just came back. But that was a flashback, so that was fine. Uh, and then his other famous role in the seventies, uh, besides Godfather, was Brian's Song. I talked about Brian's Song in an, a previous podcast episode when I talked about Brian Pickle, and he portrayed him. You know, that's kind of a coincidence, and. Uh, he played that role beautifully. I love the movie. You know, I'm not a football fan, but uh, I like movies about sports, and he was top notch. I loved it. You know, he played with uh, Billy D. Williams. He played the gay Gale Sayers, excuse me. And that's most famous TV movie of all time. It really is. So, and I watched it recently, and uh, still still holds up. It's very sad, very nice movie. And then uh, he. Starred in a lot of movies in the 70s. And uh, what's funny about the, they broadcast the, the Godfather on television, I think like in the mid 70s. I don't know if it was probably edited, you know, and but it was a big event, you know. And they show, I remember TV Guide ads with Al Pacino and James Kahn and Robert Duvall. And uh, it was a big hit. And uh, you know, it's uh, it's a great movie as well. I keep repeating that. And other movies he starred, Cinderella Liberty, The Gambler, Rollerball, Bridge Too Far. That's a good one. Then, um, 
the other famous movie I haven't I've seen it once a long time ago, but I haven't seen it since I gotta watch it again. It was Thief from 1981, filmed in Chicago, directed by Michael Mann, also starred Jim Belushi, and uh before you get famous, and uh I forgot all about the movie, but I go I want to rewatch it because I heard it he was fantastic in that movie. He really was, and I like to see that. That'd be a lot of fun. Okay. And then um, in the 80s, let's see, he didn't do much acting uh, earlier. Um, there was one movie called Kiss Me Goodbye, and he didn't have a good experience. I think it was with Sally Field and Jeff Bridges, and he had a run-in with the director, and he hated it. Then he took some. He took a break, and I, uh, I heard he uh, had a drug problem and uh, drink. I don't know if he was drinking. No, I don't think so. So, uh, yeah, he was off the radar for a while, and then he returned in the movie Gardens of Stone, and then he returned in the 90s. You know, Misery, great movie. He was wonderful in that. And uh, also the other movie in the 2000s was Elf. I've seen Elf once. He was great. It was wonderful. You know, and uh, he didn't do much television after that, probably later in life. He starred in uh, Hawaii Five O, the rebooted version that starts his son Scott Khan. Say his name right, and uh, but he also he had a TV series of his own. It was called Las Vegas. I've seen it a couple of times. I didn't watch the whole thing, and that was uh, I heard he was excellent. That he was great in that show. It ran for five years, but he was only there for the first four years. He left. I don't know why. And uh, that's not shown much. You know, I don't know if it's on DVD. I doubt it. Well, no. So, and it's a shame. So when I heard when he passed away, it was very sad. It really was. And uh, he was an icon. Movie icon. Wonderful. And uh, so that's a shame. So his movies and his television roles live on. You know, we'll miss him. Okay. Okay. Right now, I'm going to take a uh, quick break and I'll be right back. Thank you. Okay, everyone, I am back uh, from a brief break. Uh, I was talking about James Kahn, the actor, and uh, he was, uh, he still is and was a wonderful man, wonderful actor. And uh, like I said before, his uh, work will live on forever okay next actor i will talk about that passed away this week was actor comedian larry storch and uh that's kind of sad because i thought he was a, one of the funniest men i ever seen on television so i'll talk about his uh his uh you know his uh work history and the, the shows that he starred and his famous ones of course and uh, so his name was, he was born Lawrence Samuel Storch, January 8th, 1923, in New York. And uh, he, what's interesting, he attended high school with Don Adams, which I mentioned before on Get Smart, and they've become best friends. And uh, during World War II, he was, he was enlisted in the Navy, and he was shipmates with Tony Curtis on the submarine tender USS Proteus. I don't know if I said it right. So they they started in uh, stuff with 
um, other, you know, on TV or in movies. I think movies he starred in. And then, you know, he did, so he was a comic, you know, actually not an actor. And uh, he started appearing in a lot of television. And uh, so he was uh, mostly like in the late 50s, early 60s, you know, in the especially in the 60s. He was uh, everywhere. So um, then he got, in 1965, he got the role of uh, Corporal Randolph Agarn on the TV series F Troop. And uh, that show was hilarious. Uh, and it ran for two seasons. The first year was in black and white. The second year was in color. And they also starred Forrest Tucker, Ken Berry, uh, Melody Patterson. She played Wrangler Jane. And there was uh, Frank DeCova as uh, Chief Wild Eagle. He was one of my favorite characters. Uh, I have to mention this. My favorite, there was one scene where there was an old Indian on the in the tribe. I think it was played by Edward Everett Horton. He's the he was he's famous for the narrator on Fractured Fairy Tales on uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle, and he was uh, repeating a poem, reciting a poem that is, and he goes many moons ago, many 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 moons ago. He kept repeating that, and then Chief Wildego got frustrated and he said, "You and your moons." <laughs> I was laughing at that. So uh, Neff Troop, um, him and Forrest Tucker, he played Captain O'Rourke, and uh, they did like a side uh, job, you know, so, you know, with uh, the Hakawis, that was the tribe. And almost every episode, there was a famous thing that says uh, that, uh, that I think one would say to Agar, you are so, you know, you're so dumb. And then, but he didn't catch it right away. And then the next scene would go over and he says, who said, who says I'm so dumb? He said that all the time. <laughs> so, you know, uh, I didn't watch it when it aired. I was very little, but they showed reruns. Um, they started on channel nine and then they moved to channel 44 WSNS. And that's where I discovered the show. They used to show it uh, late at night, but they only showed it when the White Sox, the Chicago White Sox played on TV, you know, with Harry Carey. And uh, for time, when the ball game ended in a weird uh, time, you know, depending on how it went, they showed F Troop after that. And I watched it, you know, and so did my brothers. And we loved the show so much. And, you know, in the beginning of the show, if you see it, you know, they have the guy in the tower and they, when they shot the cannon, first they it, it, they lit the cannon, but it didn't. Uh, the cannonball didn't come out, so they have to kick the wheel, and it fell down. And then it, they shot the cannonball, and it knocked down the the uh, watchtower, and it fell on the ground. There was somebody in it, <laughs> so you know they were. Let's say the 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 uh, soldiers in Eftra were inept. <laughs> they weren't that great. You know, one was. Uh, Nearsighted, the other one talked about uh, the Alamo and all that. And uh, they, but they had a lot of guest stars, so it was a fun show. I have it on DVD, so it's uh, it's funny, it still holds up. You know, the Indies were crazy, they were funny. And uh, after that, Larry Storch did some other uh, TV shows, he starred in the 
Lumbo. He was uh, he was famous in All in the Family. I remember that he played like a high school classmate of Archie Bunker. I remember that. And uh, see, so he started a lot of uh, variety shows as well. Uh, D. Martin Show, Sonny and Cher, Laughing. He was on the Tonight Show, uh, Jackie Gleason Show, and uh, so he was there. He was a very busy guy. Also. He did voice uh, acting, voiceover acting, that is. And uh, he did, uh, he worked at Warner Brothers. He did Merlin, the Magic Mouse, and Cool Cat. He did that. But his most famous uh, voice on the cartoon series was Phineas J. Whoopi on Tennessee Tuxedo and His Friends, which uh, Don Adams uh, voiced uh, Tennessee Tuxedo. There was Chumley. He was a walrus. And... uh, he, so, I remember watching the uh, Tennessee Tuxedo on Channel 32, like in the mornings or in the afternoons. It was in the 70s, and that, that's how I discovered the show. So, um, so let's see. And then, you know, so he kept continuing acting. He did uh, personal appearances all the way to the end. You know, he's very active. I'm sure he had to. His mind was great, so that's good. You know, he was sharp as a tech. And he lived to, to be 99 years old, and he died uh, yesterday. Oh, it's a shame. So, uh, so, so he will live on, too, just like James Caan. You know, his work will live on forever. He had a lot of acting roles, a lot of them. But he, he was a funny man. He really was. Okay, so that'll be all for today. Uh, uh, today I discussed um, McDade and Company, the Catalog House. Also, the, uh, I did tributes to two actors that passed away this week, James Kahn and Larry Storch. And uh, you can find this episode. It'll be available soon on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, it will be uploaded on my YouTube channel, Chicago Land Stories. Also, on my social media accounts, Facebook and Twitter. Tomorrow, I will do an episode of TV Oblivion. That would be episode nine, and that's that's another. You can find those as well. You can all you can all you can listen to past episodes if you'd like. If you have time, please do. I appreciate you if you do that. Okay, so this is Big Casanas, the host of Vanishing Online Stories, the podcast. And thank you again for joining me. Everyone have a wonderful weekend. It's going to be nice. And uh, here is Ray Rayner with a little traveling music saying bye-bye for now. Take care, everybody. So long. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye. <laughs>